0: Hello, 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 hello. Hello. One, two, three, hello, my name is Matthew West, and I'm the host of this podcast. It's called the Matthew West Podcast. I really hope you like it. Hello.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Matthew West Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew West. And as always, I really hope you like it. Thank you for joining me today. It's a post-Christmas episode. Here comes the letdown. Christmas is over. Here comes the meltdown. There goes the cheer. But before we have a breakdown, let us remember, the light of the world is still here. Those aren't just words I just made up. Those are words to a song I wrote about the day after Christmas. The chorus says,
0: happy day after christmas and merry rest of the year even when christmas is over the light of the world is still here
1: so there's a little post christmas cheer for you my friends i hope you're having a great day hope you had a great christmas wherever you were however you were celebrating i hope it was magical and whimsical and wonderful um the west family had a great time my daughter Delaney makes incredible cookies. So I feasted on some cookies. Awesome family dinner. We opened presents. But really, Christmas started early, early for me, early in December, with uh, the release of the song Because of Bethlehem, with our Come Home for Christmas weekend in Franklin, Tennessee, with uh, some shows in Florida at Christmas time, and with the television special that just aired on TBN on December 22nd Come Home for Christmas. Did you get to see it? I sure hope you did. They may do some encore showings of that next Christmas, but man, that was so special to put that together. The West family enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed watching it. I hope you enjoyed watching it. If so, I'm curious what your favorite part was. Let me know. Uh, let me know on my Instagram. Send me send me a DM. Tick. Like, this is my favorite part. Don't tell me what your least favorite part was. But uh, we watched a lot of Christmas movies during some downtime. Feels good to rest. Feels good to relax. I did my cold plunge every morning boy but it's getting colder here in Nashville and it's made it even more difficult to stay in the freezing cold water but I'm awake and I'm alive and I'm feeling good I'm going to take a drink of my coffee before I say anything else um speaking of christmas movies though we we had some christmas movie marathons and it brought up some heated family debates about what our top christmas movies were and so, I thought today I would share with you my top five Christmas movies. Maybe you'll agree, maybe you'll disagree. So, drum roll, here we go. Top five Christmas movies. Brrr, number five for me, this is only for me. I can't even speak for my entire family. Number five, The Santa Claus. Scott Calvin, um, they, there's a bunch of them. If I had to pick my favorite one, it would be The um, Escape Clause. I think that's my favorite one because um, Martin Short is in it. He plays, um, what's his character? Jack Frost, and it's super funny. Um, My kids love that one too. Number four, are you ready? Here it is, number four. My number four favorite Christmas movie. Maybe you'll know it by this quote. "Maybe, Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas perhaps means a little bit. More, that's right. The Grinch, number four. Jim Carrey is incredible in that movie. One of my favorite quotes says this: "It's when he's trying to think of reasons not to go into town when he's get, he gets nominated for the Christmas Cheer Award." He goes four o'clock, wallow in self pity. Four thirty, stare into the abyss. Five o'clock, solve world hunger tell no one Five thirty 30 jazzercise Six thirty dinner with me i can't cancel that again seven o'clock wrestle with my self-loathing i'm booked of course if i bump the loathing to nine i could still be done in time to lay in bed stare at the ceiling and slip slowly into the madness that movie is great so that's my number four movie uh, are you tracking with me how many of you agree i'm, I'm curious i'm Which brings us to number three. The number three movie for me for Christmas Vac... Oh, I just gave it away. The number three top Christmas movie, Christmas Vacation. It's a classic. Clark Griswold, the lovable idiot. He lights that house up. Thanks, Dad. You taught me everything I ever know. Wait, you taught me everything I ever knew about exterior illumination. Great movie. Great movie. Christmas Vacation. Number two, Santa, I know him. (laughs) We elves stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. That's right, Buddy the Elf, number two. That's up there for me. That is a classic, right? Don't you agree?
0: Congratulations, world's best cup of coffee.
1: You did it. Okay, I'll move on. And the number one Christmas movie, For me, Matthew West, my top movie of all time, It's a Wonderful Life, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Strange, isn't it? Each man's life touches so many other lives, and when he isn't around, he leaves an awful hole, doesn't he? Oh, remember, no man is a failure who has friends. That is a great, great movie. If you haven't watched it this Christmas, sit down and watch it. And if you haven't, don't worry, I've watched it enough for all of us. I watched it about ten times. So that's my top five Christmas movies. There's many honorable mentions, but today that's my top five. Which makes me think of top five Christmas songs. The West family talked about that this Christmas as well. So I shall bring you my top five Christmas songs. All right, are you ready for this? Number five:
0: Oh, come, all ye faithful. Joyful and triumphant, oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the king of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, him, Christ the Lord.
1: That's my number five. I love that song. feels like a worship anthem, right? And then Silent Night. Number four is coming in strong. Silent Night. Love that song. Number three, for personal reasons, because I'm on the road a lot, I love the song. I'll be home
0: for Christmas.
1: I love that song so much. That's a classic. I did a version of that. You can find it on the uh, We Need Christmas album. Number two, Away in a Manger. Peaceful. Uh, there's just something special about it. I, I did a version of that song as well. And I added a chorus to it. Away in a manger, love came near. Be sure to check that out. And the number one Christmas song in my book is Oh Holy Night. Maybe you saw it on the TBN special. Um, I did a special version of that song and, uh, I went for it. I kind of sang it classic, you know, classically, you know, I like to keep the classics classic and, uh, So in case you ever wondered, those are my top five Christmas songs of all time. But when I think about, you know, Christmas ending, sometimes it can be that
0: letdown feeling. I wrote these words. Here comes the letdown. Christmas is over. Here comes the meltdown. There goes the cheer. But before we have a breakdown, let us remember the light of the world is still here. So happy day after Christmas, merry rest of the year, even when Christmas is over, the light of the world is still here.
1: That's a real song, actually, that I wrote. You can find it anywhere you listen to music called Day After Christmas. Type my name and type that song. Maybe it'll encourage you. Maybe you feel that post-Christmas letdown that I tend to feel. I don't like that feeling. So that's why I wrote that song. Who would ever write a song about the letdown of the day after Christmas? I would, my friends. The same guy who brings you Gobble Gobble, brings you a song to remind you that even on the day after Christmas, the light of the world has not left us, right? This Christmas on our tour, I found myself singing. We sang, Away in a Manger, Love Came Near. We celebrated uh, at Christmas time. We celebrate that our God loved us enough to come near in the form of sending his only song. And then we would, we would sing a song called The God Who Stays. And I thought, man, that is the hope we have as followers of Christ. That we worship a God not only that came near, but a God who stays near, who's with us. Even as Christmas ends, Emmanuel, God is still with us. Even as a new year begins, Emmanuel, God is with us and God stays with us. That'll preach, and that gets me encouraged to face yet another year. At the end of every year, I like to spend some time um, in the stillness of that kind of week after Christmas when the offices are closed, I'm not on tour typically, sorry, I had to take a drink of my coffee. I try to like soak up that slowness for a little, that slower tempo of life for, for, for a bit. And in doing that, I try to take some inventory. I jot down in my journal, some highlights and lowlights from the year that was. And I've been thinking about, you know, some of the things that took place in 2023. For me, 2023 was the year of my story, Your Glory working and releasing a 22-song album, which I had never done before, putting it out into the world, and then traveling around the country, playing one concert after the other on the My Story, Your Glory tour. I think about being on the road with my buddy Mac Powell and how much fun we had. I think about he and I getting to go watch a Chicago Cubs game in May before our show in Chicago that night. I think about getting to be joined most recently with my buddy Micah Tyler on the My Story, Your Glory fall tour. We played summer festivals. We had a blast. We had family vacations. Um, I wrote a lot of songs. I wrote about 80 songs this year. You didn't get to hear 80 songs, but I wrote them. Um, I think about getting to write songs with Tasha Layton and getting to celebrate a number one with Tasha and uh, Big Daddy Weave on Heaven Changes Everything. I think about Celebrating the number one song with Run It Home, Cochrane & Co., who's going to be joining me, by the way, on the spring tour, the Don't Stop Praying Tour. And those tickets have just gone on sale. So it was a great and exciting year musically and uh, just life in general. Uh, this was a year where I got healthy. Um, I wasn't unhealthy before, but, you know, I, a lot of people saw me on the road and said, man, you lost some weight, and I did. I've been working really hard this past year taking my steps every day, trying to um, watch what I eat. And uh, so I, I feel like I'm in better shape than I ever have been. So that that's an exciting part of my year. Um, I started a, a new book this year, two new books, actually, that'll be coming out next year. Uh, my Story, Your Glory is now going to be a 30-day devotional book that's coming out in March. I can't wait to tell you more about that and then a second book that's going to be coming out later in the year. I'll tell you more about that later. So as I look back on the year, I see um, God's faithfulness. I see um, music as a celebration of who God is and who he says we are. Um, I watched my, my daughters growing up like crazy, and we had some pretty incredible family times, whether it was family vacations um, or just, you know, Meaningful conversations in the kitchen at the house. Fourth uh, of July was was a blast having friends over and shooting fireworks off. And, you know, I think it's important to think about those things and remember the year that was. I go so fast through my life. How about you guys? You got to stop long enough to think about it. I think about the come home for Christmas weekend we had, people coming in from around the country. It was so much fun, just special and meaningful experiences. I think about the people that I've met on the road. I think about the listeners of this podcast and the messages you've sent, how this has been an encouragement to you. I think about the guy I met who drives a semi-truck and listens to my podcast as he's rolling down the interstate. It means a lot to me. You, you mean a lot to me, and I want to thank you so much for letting my music and my books and maybe even this podcast be part of your life, part of your story. Alright, did you know that typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise, filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk growing kids should never eat? That's why Haya was created, H-I-Y-A, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered chewable vitamin. While most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar, zero gummy junk, and yet it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters. As a parent... I want my kids to live as healthy as possible, and a great vitamin regimen is a big part of that. Haya fills the most common gaps in a modern children's diet to provide the full-body nourishment that our kids need with a yummy taste that they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. It's non-GMO, it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. It was designed for kids of all ages, sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. The West family loves it. I know you're going to love it too. It's so important to fill in those gaps, especially as you're getting ready to start a new year. You want to make sure you're living as healthy as possible and getting all the vitamins and nutrition that you and your family need. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to Haya.com West. This deal is not available on their regular website, so go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com West and get your kids the full-body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Think about the great things that our ministry, PopWe, has been able to do this past year, hopefully pouring into you, encouraging you with weekly devotions. If you haven't begun receiving that, go to PopWe.org today. It's a free weekly email devotional sent straight to your inbox. I hope it'll be an encouragement to you. Join us in that, would you? Um, let's stay together. Let's keep being a community that encourages each other, cur- encourages each other and points each other to Jesus. So, yeah, that's uh, some of the stuff I've been thinking about this past year, getting to write songs with Kane, and casting grounds, and building, a, continuing to build a community of friends and artists that I love to be creative with. I think about working on uh, Ann Wilson's record, and that's going to be coming out in the spring. And Just exciting stuff, man. A great year behind us, and I'm excited for the year ahead. Speaking of the year ahead, uh, well, before we turn to the year ahead, I, I wanted to read... Um. Just some devotional thoughts for you as we, as we step past Christmas, but hopefully remember all that Christmas carries and how we can carry it with us into the new year. I wanted to read this. This is one of the day one devos that you could be receiving in your email inbox. Would you check this out? It's called Because of Bethlehem, We Have a Savior. Here's the lyrics to the song I wrote in Because of Bethlehem, the song. From a child in a cradle to a king upon a cross. He knew the road was leading him to pay a crimson cost. And when no other arms could carry the weight of all our sin, he took the fall, and it happened all because of Bethlehem. Have you ever noticed that when it comes to the gospel, we tend to compartmentalize different parts of the greatest story ever told? For example, at Easter, we focus on the death and resurrection of Jesus, right? When we lose a loved one, we focus on the promise of heaven. And of course, at Christmas time, we focus on the birth and arrival of our Savior. But what if this Christmas season, we considered how every part of the story points back to the humble scene in Bethlehem to fully soak in the beauty of this blessed Christmas season. We must consider the rest of this life-changing story. It was all set in motion, all because of Bethlehem. Our God sent his one and only son, Jesus, who willingly traded the splendor and perfection of heaven for a broken and imperfect world. He did this knowing that his son would walk a road that led to death on a cross to pay the price for the sins of the world. This is what Isaiah 53, 5 says. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds, we are healed. I wrote a song with my friend Ann Wilson called The Manger. Take a moment. Listen to these lyrics. You were carried by a manger and just 33 years later by a humble cross made from nails and wood. And the tears fill up my eyes. You didn't have to give your life. Oh, but then the story wouldn't be as good. Because of Bethlehem, we have a Savior who laid down his life for our forgiveness. Because of Bethlehem, we can receive a mercy we don't deserve and a grace we could never earn. This Christmas, consider not just the birth of Christ, but also the road that our Savior walked from a cradle to a cross. Let your heart be flooded by the gratitude that comes from knowing your sins have been forgiven and your wrongs have been erased. God sent his only son to take your place. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I hope that encourages you. Again, if you'd like to receive an email devotional just like that with some encouraging scriptures, go to popwe.org today. Did you know that you can also send me your prayer requests? And my family and I and our entire team of prayer volunteers will be lifting up whatever your prayer need is. You are not alone. We're going to carry that with you. And we're going to carry those prayer requests to Jesus. We just want you to know that we're here for you. You can go to popwe.org today, and you can submit a prayer request. And speaking of prayer, as we close out one year and enter into a new year, I'm excited to be soon sharing with you a brand new song called Don't Stop Praying. Matter of fact, it comes out on January 5th. I'm so excited for this song, and uh, in future weeks, I'm going to be sharing with you the heart behind that song, but in short, I'm telling you what, as we head into 2024, what could shape up to be, well, like every year is, unpredictable at best, we're heading into an election, um, who knows what kind of craziness can ensue, uh, but I'll tell you something, man, Um the commitment I'm making as a follower of Christ as I step into this new year is a commitment to keep praying. As the Bible says, to pray unceasingly. And I hope it'll be an encouragement to you to do the same. Don't stop praying for your unresolved um, needs in your life. Don't stop praying for the financial crisis. Don't stop praying for your family. Don't stop praying for um, the addiction that you're struggling with. Don't stop praying for the breakthrough that you're waiting to see. Don't stop praying for a physical healing. Don't stop praying for our nation. Don't stop praying for those who are oppressed. Don't stop praying for peace. And know that when you pound on heaven's door, that door opens. When you call on Jesus' name, he hears you. The Bible says the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And I wrote these lyrics. When you've cried and you've cried till your tears run dry, The answer won't come and you don't know why. And you wonder if you can bow your head even one more time. Just do it one more time. Don't stop praying. Don't stop calling on Jesus' name. Keep on pounding on heaven's door. Let your knees wear out the floor. Don't stop believing. Because mountains move with just a little faith. Your father's heard every single word you're saying, so don't stop praying. Whatever it is you're going through, I want to encourage you. Here we are at the end of a year. Do what I've done. Take some time to think about the year behind you. Get honest with yourself. Think about lessons that you learned, mistakes you've made, victories you won, failures you experienced. Ask the Lord to show you which part of what's behind you you should carry with you, and what's better off just leaving behind. Like Paul said, forgetting what is behind, I press on. Maybe there's some parts of your story that you need to just move past. You need to step uh, step into the light of God's grace and dare to believe that the past behind you does not have to dictate the future. This is, so, this is why it's so important to look behind us, guys. This is why it's so important to take inventory because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Don't make that mistake as you head into 2024. I sure don't want to make that mistake. I want to learn from 2023. I want to learn and, and I don't want to miss the lessons that God's trying to teach me. And I want to become the best version of me as I step into a new year, which is going to require laying some things down behind me. It's going to require forgetting some things that are behind. It's going to require daring to believe that God, God's grace is a real thing and a gift. It's going to require me stepping out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. Just like, uh, I think that's First Peter two nine. So that's my encouragement to you as you begin a new year. Think about the year behind you. Spend some time in prayer. Ask God to show you. Uh, Maybe there's a theme like he does for me. Like that's where Don't Stop Praying came from. Just thinking about what's my message for for 2024? Where do I need to grow? You know, I've been been talking about the importance of doing hard things and thinking about that in my life. That's one of the reasons I do that cold plunge every morning. I don't want to do it, but I do it anyway. Sometimes we can focus on those kinds of things and forget about the most important things. And so for me, the hard thing that I want to make sure that I do in 2024 is I want to to talk to Jesus every day. I want to push aside the distractions and I want to spend time with the Lord. I want to pray. I want to go deeper in my prayer life. I want to learn more what that means to have a steady, ongoing conversation with my Savior. Maybe that could be a motivation for you too. Let's do that together, huh? That's why we do this podcast. That's why I send out these devos to continue on this journey with you, encouraging you and me to forget what is behind, press on towards the goal. In fact, let me look up that scripture so I can read that accurately. Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward toward what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Jesus Christ. Man, that fires me up. I want to read the uh, NIV version. Actually, here's the message version. I love this. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. Whew. Man. Let's make that our mission as we start 2024. Amen. Don't stop praying. Can't wait for you to hear the new song. Thanks for joining me today. I hope this has been just a little bit of an encouragement for you as you uh, uh, turn the corner from Christmas and towards the new year. Maybe the uh, encouragement to take a little time and take some inventory. Maybe write down in your journal if you have one. Reflect. Reflect before you move forward. Take some inventory before you move forward. Think about 2023 before you move forward. Ask God to show you lessons that maybe you've missed. You don't want to miss them. The question is never, is God speaking? The question is always, are we paying attention? So pay attention, my friends. I'm trying to do the same. And with that, I wish you a Merry Christmas. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Go make the most of this one life you get as you turn towards 2024. Don't take it for granted. Every single day is a gift. Every breath you take is a gift. God has you here on this earth for a reason. Get fired up for the new year ahead. Whatever lies ahead, there is only one who knows. He knows your future. He knows the plans he has for you. He knows what's going to happen. And he's not going to leave you alone. You're going to fight some battles. You're going to have some ups. You're going to have some downs. You're going to struggle. 2024 will not be without problems. How do I know that? Because I've never had a single year in my life that was conflict-free. There's always going to be something that rises up, and you're going to have to figure out how to face it. Well, my encouragement to all of us is that we face it in a posture of of surrender, staying close to Jesus and knowing that he's close to us and knowing that with him all things are possible. My friends, by no means do I count myself an expert, but in all of this, I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. Happy New Year, my friends. Let this be the year where we refuse to stop praying. And uh, I can't wait to see what this year holds for us. God bless you. It's your story for His glory. See you later.